Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Murder Moses. I'm Day. And I'm Marie. And I'm Ruby. Happy New Year. Well, our last episode was kind of our first. This is our first episode we're actually recording in 2022. Wow. How's Here we are. <laughs> is everybody okay? <laughs> you know. We made it. We made it. I'm feeling everyone's caution. <laughs> with 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 the new year yeah. feeling the caution and the sick and the sneezing and the stuff all around knock on wood i have not gotten sick so i thought it had me there for a second but it didn't <laughs> but it didn't yeah i've literally not been sick the whole covid time i haven't had a cold i haven't had a flu I had like headaches. I think I might have had like I did sleep. have strep, but that was it. But I, I get strep every year, like it's fucking like oh, it's COVID. Get yeah, I get, <laughs> I get strep like COVID because my son will get it first, out. and then I'll get it. Yeah, I'm not now. Shit, I'm old as Methuselah. I don't have time to be getting my tonsils out. I know that's the. I get a BBL thing. before I get a fucking tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> you do not need a BBO, which is hilarious right. that I you even need said that first. <laughs> What's everybody drinking? Water. <laughs> I'm drinking water. I'm thirsty. Speaking of the water that I'm drinking, they have been out of this fucking Ozarka for days. And then I step into Walmart yesterday and I was like, oh, babies, thank you so much. Because what the fuck was I supposed to drink? Swamp water? Anything no, there's I mean, other water out there. <laughs> the only one, the only no, one that we that. do not drink is Dasani because yeah, my water is a well, no, Somebody you should not so nice things about Nestle. So, ah, my uncle used to work Nestle for that company. And I, Dasani. I like he said, don't drink the Nestle. You you could even drink Fiji water if it's like oh I'm I, I could do Fiji I could do I do Ozarka um, can't drink cold Kroger water or Sam's Club water none of that shit I, I'm particular Ooh. what yes, I drink Sam's we get Club Costco water. water like I drink Costco I drink Target water Walmart no. Great Value water that, I what, just won't what, so drink Dasani <laughs> Target have water. Yeah, they have their they yeah. have their own brand. It's Good and Gather. Target, yeah. if you listen and sponsor us, because I go to Target all the time and I buy all the Good and Gather. Oh, my husband yes. loves the pizza. Love my husband love loves the frozen pizza. So, oh, <laughs> uh, what's uh, I, I already said? What's everybody drinking? Didn't I? See, I've been drinking water, but today I'm actually drinking. I have an Angry Orchard, a peach mango Angry Orchard. Oh, that sounds like it tastes very good. It's, it's very good, very good, delicious actually. So you've been going to see Cindy. Yes. Oh my God. I was going to tell Ruby, I got to tell y'all about my nail. So I got my nails done. <laughs> like, I think it's been like a month like that. My nails have been on. They still look good. Right. So my sister texted me and she was like, oh, your nails still look good. Did you go get a fill? And I was like, no. And so me and my daughter went to go eat. Right. Broke my fucking nail. The whole, it, it was bleeding. Like, y'all could probably see it. Like it was bleeding earlier. <laughs> 
so I'm at we're at Friday's and I asked the bartender I was like hey can I get a band-aid it took like forever for him to give me a (laughs) band-aid and so before I finally got the fucking band-aid though the server like we had already finished eating the server brings me a side of mayo and she was like mayo and I was like no he thought I asked for mayo and I asked for a band-aid he thought I asked for mayo Band-aid, <laughs> ma, ma, mayo. How was that? Because it was Aaron. It was, he's always, he's. I would have just probably, stuck my bloody finger in the mayo. High. Like, thanks. He was probably high. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, how do you confuse Band-Aid and mayo? I'm real, yeah. yeah. There's my something for the week. <laughs> they bought me mayo instead of a Band-Aid. The fuck? Anything happening all this week? It got cold. That's for sure. Yes, it, it did. Once my son's uh, soccer game, it was cold as rock. <laughs> so I had to leave. I had to leave and go get blankets. Send <laughs> <Finn> Kroger. <laughs> and gloves and hats because it was fucking crazy. What did y'all go out there and wearing? Shitting me. What were y'all wearing? Hoodies. <laughs> hoodies. I was like, I'm good. All of us had on hoodies. I'm like, Shh. Then the small fry was like, oh my God, it's so cold out here. <laughs> I was like, you're right. You're very perceptive. Oh, so maybe you'll get to meet um, Reese's <laughs> kids at Parker's birthday. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. The hilarious. Fry. Little Fry is the funniest. I like I like that Man, Little he Fry. Is nuts. <laughs> he always he says this thing now is I'm not trying to be rude to you or anything like that. I'm <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you that um you were kind of rude to me last night when you told me to put my clothes away. I'm not trying to be rude when I tell you that. Oh. I'm just saying that it was kind of rude when you said to put my clothes away. Oh. I'm like, dude, I'm kind of a little bit sick of you. <laughs> <laughs> Were any of your other kids like that or no? No, not sassy like that. He's like super <laughs> smart mouth, super like, I, I like it though, because if he does not like something, he's going to say it. So even if it's like a high five, a hug or anything, I, he's, he'll say, I don't want to do that. I don't <laughs> like that. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's food, he's like, yeah, I don't really like that. I'm not going to eat that. Can't be mad at it. I thoroughly enjoy it. Other people might end up, you know, people who beat their children are probably put off when a child <laughs> expresses themselves. Yeah, I'm not that way. Yeah. I prefer it that way. Because then yeah, it lets me know him. he ain't going to let nobody like run over him when he's bigger. Yeah, exactly. We can, we can get behind that. We, can we get love that. that. You know, There's... people like, oh, give him a hug. And you're like, he, he doesn't want to. <laughs> Yeah. You better get on over here and give me a hug. Uh, See, I don't like that. He doesn't want to. I, hate, he doesn't I don't want to like people like that. I don't yeah. either. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like when parents are like, go ahead and give it. He don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Parker made me cry the other day because they and her FaceTime me. It was just because kids, you, they're so brutally honest. So, you know, when they actually compliment you, like they mean it. And so 
Parker just like told me that she was like, you're so beautiful, Ruby. And I was like, oh, my, I, I literally started crying. <laughs> and then she was like, are you crying? And I was like, happy tears, happy tears. She's been like really big on telling people how they look. So she's been really, she's been big on telling people they're beautiful, or they're pretty, or oh, you look like such a pretty princess. Or she'll be like, hey, mommy, how are you? Are you good? Good? You good? How are you, mommy? Mommy, you good? And she'll say it just like that. You good? You doing good? Oh, that's great. <laughs> like, can you I good? answer the question first? I wonder what these kids is watching because Lil Fry be like, he tells everybody they're beautiful. So he's like, oh my God, you're beautiful. So I'm wondering what, I, maybe I don't know what I've been letting them watch. Because I tried to get them to watch, uh, <laughs> I'll be trying to get them to watch stuff I like kids he's like yeah no i don't like that i don't want to watch that and i'm like Man, really you yeah, sure okay this is good won't watch she won't watch rugrats and i'm like you gotta what watch that? rugrats gotta watch rugrats anyway i guess we can get started this week oh i was gonna i think i told y'all in the text message that my granny listens to she listened to <laughs> Not last week's episode, but the episode before that. And she loves us. Oh, she, was, she was dying laughing. So I took her to the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks game. We're on the way there listening to it. And she, oh, But the geez. thing is, she doesn't really understand the whole process. She was like, so y'all all read the same book and then y'all talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is our book club. <laughs> I was like, no, Granny. I was like, no, we gotta like research some stuff, and then we all talk. Oh, okay, okay. But she thinks Ree is the funniest person. Also, Thanks. she didn't know that That's Ruby true. drank. Which <laughs> what? <laughs> she said Ruby drinks. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Everybody I've thinks you're like... just thinks you're just this goody two shoes that don't do shit. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> I will. I will take it, and I will let. The older generations believe. <laughs> now I am. I, I mean, I've never said, like, I've never n- not been against drink. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't no, know. That's why okay, she Granny. You I love drink. you. I don't know why she assumed that. <laughs> Granny, I love you and I am. I am an innocent princess. So thank you. She ain't going to listen to this. I don't do wrong. She's not going to listen to this. Fine. You'll show her. You'll show her. <laughs> well, um, Sorry, I'm watching the Cowboys game in the background. No, hold the <laughs> Jesus. Fucking... <laughs> uh, so Wait, tell everyone go... why. Tell everyone oh, why it's, it's important. It's just because um, we're big Cowboys fans in my house, which we might lose some followers for that because everybody hates <laughs> the Cowboys. <laughs> but um, Dak Prescott's probably going to break um, Tony Romo's touchdown record. So I'm trying well, to my family that. will keep listening because goddamn it, them Oklahomans love a good goddamn Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> go Cowboys, go Cowboys, <laughs> Oklahomans. All right, well, who wants to go first? Because it's not going to be me this week. Oh, so this shit was super wild and it's super triggering, but oh, I, I figured I'd bring it here anyway. I found it on a whim like I was reading portions of different articles and I said who the fuck would say something like this so I I said oh gotta 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 do this anyway this this is wild it's um he's uh Czechoslovakian so this was 
there. Uh, his name is Ladislav. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing it wrong. Hozier, Hodger, or whatever. You know what? Yeah. He's a serial killer. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, so um, he had the, the regular, uh, same old, same old childhood as all serial killers do. Um, so his, but his parents died when he was like young. So his dad died of cancer and then his mom remarried and then died of cancer. And then his stepdad was like, yeah, I didn't really sign up for kids or anything like that. So deuces. And he left. Um, so he left Ladislav and his brother, Jaroslav, in an apartment in a motel. Just y'all do what y'all got to do, but I'm out. Um, so I guess he just basically ra- uh, raised his brother, even though he had an IQ of 88. Oh, So he committed his first crime uh, December 1st, 1978. Um, it was, um, I think he was 29. Um, he attacked Eva, or these names are Russian or Czechoslovakian, <laughs> or, you know. Um, she was leaving the movies and he knocked her down. He dragged her into some bushes and strangled her. This is a lot. He then proceeded to masturbate over her corpse. Oh, um, no. And because I guess they consider her promiscuous, which today we would be like, oh, okay, whatever. It's normal. Because she was leaving. She was supposed to leave the movies and meet her side boo because she was married so she was supposed to leave the movies meet up with her side boo but instead she bumped into Ladislav and he ended up killing her and they actually had accused her side boo of the killing at first because that was the last person that she was supposed to had been with but she was caught by Ladislav first um and then so that was what 1978 his next murder wasn't until February 1980 um a medical student was on a train with her husband which they don't say why or anything but she got off the husband stayed on and as she was walking out of the they call it a toilet cubicle but as she was walking out of the bathroom um he walked in behind her and started strangling her with her own scarf um, there was not enough space in the bathroom because obviously they were on a train. Bathrooms are super tiny. So um, he could only masturbate for a certain amount of time because it wasn't enough room, which was just wild. Oh, so he yeah. ended up throwing her body out of a window. Um, he like got off. The train was a- moving? Yeah. I had to come off mute for that. What? So- <laughs> the fuck? So... Um, <laughs> Oh my God. He got off the train at the next station and um, got on another train. They ended up finding her name was Ivana. They found her body around eight o'clock in the morning by a cleaning service. Um, a soldier, it's, it's crazy because he's never the suspect. So somebody else became the suspect of that. It was a soldier um, because somehow 
Ladislav had a alibi. Not sure how. Um, and then they suspected the, a railroad work, a railroad worker, but he ended up committing suicide. Um, so uh, they couldn't charge him. So um, they they and then they ended up losing the plastic bag that had Ivana's clothes in it. That probably had you know probably DNA all over it, but they lost it. And then his next victim. I don't understand why it's unknown. It says unknown. They don't have a name for her. Um, this was in August of 1980. Um, he went to Kosice and it was like uh, some like bad weather or whatever. And the place that he went to was abandoned. It was just like one woman who was just hanging out over there by herself. Bad idea. Um, he didn't even call her or anything, but when he went up to her, she actually was able to fight back. But um, he ended up trying to strangle her. And then, you know, he tried to do his little masturbating thing, but he prematurely ejaculated and kind of lost interest. So he tied her up with some, yeah, with some wire and put a stone around her and threw her in the water. Oh. Um her body wasn't found until October of 1981. So a year later. Mm. Um, but when they found her, it was like, obviously her body was in pretty bad shape because she had been in the water for a year. And he moved on in January 1981. This is the one. So, um, he was on the train again. He had traveled all day. Um, but three o'clock in the morning, he ran across another woman named Ivana. And um, she was coming from a zoo. He tried to talk to her, but she actually was, she ran away. Um, he caught her, shoved her to the ground. He tried to rape her, but um, he just ended up deciding to stab and strangle her. Um, this is wild, okay? So if you're sensitive, Plug your ears or please. Has skip. this whole story not been wild? Or no, no, this is this is when he gets nah, this is when he gets pretty disrespectful and gross. So okay. this woman, he cut off her breast, cut off her genitalia with uh scissors. Um, he took them home in a plastic bag. He placed her breast on top of the table had sex with her vagina that he had cut off. Then he put the remains in the refrigerator. After about a week, he cooked them in salted water and tried to eat it, but it didn't taste good. So he flushed it down the toilet. He had not only done that, but he had stabbed her 39 times, took her wallet, and her jewelry. So they suspected were um, some Greek gentlemen because it was like a Greek community. So they just assumed that it had to be someone over there. Um, and then later on, a Jordanian student lied and said that he committed the murder. I don't know why a couple of his murders, people cop to them. I'm not sure why I don't understand why you would be like, yeah, me. 
but probably yeah. like fans of his it's weird i would never see like, it, was it was me i caught boobs it was me no. you see shows like that all the time where there's like fans of different killers that will like fess up to stuff for them that's wild to me no yeah, thanks i agree i agree um so anna was 51 years old and he thought she was younger so that's actually the only reason why he even approached her i guess she was like super gorgeous and she looked way younger than 51 so um he approached her and um he killed her like everybody else and people heard her screaming like loud screaming like screaming like screaming screaming and they just was like hey somebody's screaming keep it moving like nobody called the police nobody went to go see what was going on they just kept it moving um but he thought that somebody caught him but nobody cared so he started um getting scared like oh my god somebody's gonna get me but then he started telling everybody let me tell y'all what i did uh told like seven or eight people at a bar and everybody was like this guy's full of shit so again nobody did anything so um the last woman was the one that was able to get away she um he attacked her and she screamed so having a police officer lived in the apartment that they were walking by and the police officer uh, shouted out, hey, like, leave her alone. And um, after Ladislav mocked her, like, how do you find the fucking time? So he mocked her and then took off running because the policemen start coming down the stairs. So um, what ended up happening is a mentally ill patient that was like a fan of his or whatever, like you said, he took the blame for Anna's murder, the 51-year-old. Um, but they obviously investigated and were like, how do, we, they investigated, was like, how the fuck do you know so much? But we know you didn't do it. We didn't release any of that information. Turns out, I guess he knew Ladislav and he had told him about what he did. So they were able to arrest him. And hang him. So that was his punishment. His death penalty was hanging. Good. So there's that. The fuck. They should have cut his genitalia with scissors too. Absolutely. Chop him the fuck off. He stole her wallet, her jewelry, and her vagina. Like the audacity. I don't even know. Like that's. How do you. Like, that's not even a mental illness. How much that's do you, like, like, I have a lot of questions about the whole, like, cutting off the vagina thing. Because it said she, he cut it off and then had sex with it. And so I'm like, how much did you? That is uh, my thing. How much did you cut? Like, where? Like, what did you... Oh, that's disgusting. That's a wild boy. Agreed. Ruby, do you want to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Because I don't know. Cowboys are really good right now, and you just never know. So So I'll go next. (laughs) So this little story was titled 
the final hike of Jolie Callen. I think it's Callen. I hope so. Sorry, Jolie. So on August 30th, 2015, police were alerted about a potential homicide that was on the Pinhody Trail in Chiaha State Park in Delta, Alabama. Don't think anything would be named that in Alabama, but there we go. Um, they have received a phone call from a man who told them that he had just murdered his ex-girlfriend. So you're just like, oh, okay. Um, so when they pulled up to the scene, they found the body of 18-year-old Jolie Callen. Um, she had just graduated high school. Um, she had been uh, shot dead with a 22 caliber revolver. Um, 20-year-old Lauren Daniel Bunner, who lived in Vincent, um, was arrested and charged with murder. He was ordered to be held on a $150,000 bail. It was him who had called, um, 911. I almost said 911. Oh my God. Um, who had called 911. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> who called 911, um, to report that he had murdered Jolie. Um, so the Mr. Bunner man, he's no good. Um, so he was the one who was Jolie's ex-boyfriend. They had met and dated for roughly 10 months back in high school. Um, eventually, um, Jolie broke off the relationship because she wanted to spend time with friends. And apparently like he was spending time with friends, but then when she wanted to spend time with friends, he wouldn't let her or something like it was just, no, it was toxic red flags. Um, so following the breakup, um, Jolie and Bunner remain, uh, remained in contact because they shared a dog together, which is always is what gets people, you know, like when, when we break up, whoever has a dog, keep it, leave me the fuck alone. Like if a relationship is that toxic, like just, you know what, <laughs> just take the L with the animal because have you seen that TikTok where the girl is in a new relationship, but her and her ex share custody of their cat and they, that's, that's, I'm they, sorry, but that's that just, sounds... I, I don't believe in that. <laughs> yeah, so they switch off every like week, every other week. It's just okay my thing is is like animals have like too much anxiety for that like if you change their surroundings especially a cat especially a cat especially a cat like yeah yeah, so just go to start buying two pets and then one takes one pet and one takes the other just go to the pound no no pets until you're married no don't take i'm not saying take the animal to the pound i'm saying go to the pound and adopt another (laughs) animal like once you break up once you break up and get your own place, get your life back together, go adopt you your own animal. There you go. Emotional support animal. There you yeah. go. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I just thought about no, that. <laughs> but it's important that we remind everyone, like, <laughs> just go adopt another animal. Anyways, so, um, yeah, so she was like a huge animal lover. So it was important to her that, I don't know, they have this custody thing with animal. Um, so... She had just started dating another man, but wanted to remain on good terms with Bunner. So she accepted an invitation to go hiking with him on August 30th. Um, it was around two months after they had broken up. She, um, she had texted her friend that the trip was going to be a symbolic friendship hike, which it didn't have to be that deep, but she made it. 
Um, however, it was on this hiking trip that the, so this dude was literally like snapping like scenic pictures of her like oh and was like it was literally posting them saying like oh like on our way to go hiking this and that blah 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 but no he literally was taking all these pictures and like shortly after he posted the last one he shot her twice in the head and then threw her body off of a 50 foot cliff so if somebody tells you specifically stand close to the edge of the cliff when they're taking a picture of you in a hike don't believe it don't believe it <laughs> step away from the edge yeah so um yeah that was on instagram and stuff and it's just and what i'm confused about is that like apparently one of the pictures like they were walking the dog so she was walking the dog so the dog was there like so basically he ended up using the dog to keep her around basically yeah. what he was doing so he agreed to it to be able to have contact with her yeah just nasty so um after all of that happened um he left the state park he called 911 and was arrested he made a full confession but claimed that he had killed Jolie as part of a suicide pact but had backed out after he killed her like is that how that work because if it's a suicide pact and they both gonna kill their fucking selves you dumb mother- stupid ass like what yeah first of all then if it was a suicide pact, what was the point in you double tapping her and then pushing her fucking fifty thousand feet exactly what a weirdo yeah exactly um so she had been okay so she had been shot um in the back of the head and in between the eyes so you're just <laughs> like, sir, and then push off a 50 foot cliff. Like, no, like she's already dead. You didn't have to do all that. Um, so he pulled over to the side of the road and waited to be arrested on um, September 4th. Um, they had her funeral and, you know, everyone was there because she still loved, you know, it's always the people who loved. Um, so just a couple of weeks later, Bunner was posted, uh, was po- posted that bond and was released from jail. So I'm like, who did this who posted who that who, who, who decided who did that who did who that because i know he he didn't pay that the fuck out of here yeah so the oh, following year probably, <laughs> probably um so the following year but requested youthful offender status if granted that meant that he would waive his right to a trial by jury and would instead be tried by the court without a jury he would also face a less severe sentence if convicted of Jolie's murder meanwhile um there was um a whole like vigil for her um whenever that was happening um like over 100 people went people were posting on facebook all the things um, then the hearing came, the hearing, um, to determine whether Bunner would be granted youthful offender status was postponed after his defense attorney requested more time for a psychiatric evaluation. Um, according to the a defense attorney, Bunner may have Asperger's syndrome. Um, his request read just like some pieces of it. The existence of a mental disorder is certainly relevant to the defendant's eligibility for youthful offender status. A medical determination of disorder is specifically relevant for a youthful hearing. Uh, yep, can't say that word. Anyway, so yeah, basically they were just trying to pull all this stuff out. Like, yeah, whatever. It's 
BS, you know, like usual. Um, ultimately, he would be granted the youthful offender status. <laughs> so they just they just took it by the spoonfuls and they they ate it. Um, the decision obviously deeply upset Jolie's family, and pro- prosecutors would ask the judge to reconsider the decision. And in December, the youthful status was overturned. Um, the court judge said that Bunner would instead be tried as an adult and would be facing felony murder charges, which could come with the sentence of life in prison. So they're like, no, 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 never mind. That was a bad decision. Let's do, let's do that over. Um, in January of 2017, Bunner appeared in court where he pleaded not guilty to the murder of Jolie. He was ordered to stay in trial in mid-July. However, just days before the trial was scheduled to begin, Bunner appeared in court and pleaded guilty to Jolie again, claiming that it was a suicide pact. Um, According to Bunner, he and Jolie had planned on jumping together from the cliff, but when they got there, they were too afraid to jump. He said that Jolie asked him to shoot her when she wasn't looking and that after he killed her, he couldn't go through with taking his own life, so got back into his car and called 911. Um, He had also confessed to two inmates as well as multiple law enforcement agencies. Um, So... He was sentenced to 52 years in prison and was ordered to pay $9,255.92 in restitution to the Alabama Crime Victims Commission. So yeah, 52 years, there you go. How old was he? Um, I think he was 20. That's not a long time. He can still live some good life when he gets out. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't um, like that. I don't like that. Yeah, he was 20 and she was 18. <clears throat> but I, that's just weird that they were going to let him, you said they were going to be let, let him be tried like as a youth or something? No, they just said they like whenever the youthful status thing or whatever was overturned. The judge was like, yeah, no, you're going to be tried as an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. But it's just the fact that that was even on the table for anybody. I know. And you're 20 years old. <laughs> I know. It doesn't it's make like, sense to me. Yeah, I think they were just trying to pull literally whatever out of their butts. Pull all the stops. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that's it's me left. Um. You know, short, sweet, to the point. <laughs> so um, this is Colin Davis. Um, this happened in Fort Worth, Texas, right down the road. Uh oh. So Colin and his wife Priscilla built this mansion in Fort Worth. Um, but after six years of marriage in 1974, they uh, began going through a divorce. Um, and with their divorce still pending, they both started dating other people. Uh, Priscilla's new boyfriend was a former TCU basketball player. Um, his name was Stan stand far um and while they were dating or whatever some stuff happened and a judge banned cullen from the house so basically he got evicted from his own house um and then on yeah. august 2nd uh, 1976 uh, this was a couple years a uh, couple years later um priscilla and stan went out to dinner and they left her 12 year old daughter at home alone which they'd done before. I mean, especially in the seventies, who cares at that point? Um, but they had in a very like crazy elaborate security system. So like, it wasn't unusual for them to do that. 
Um, so when Priscilla and Stan got home around midnight, they noticed that the security system was disarmed. And um, shortly after opening the door, a man confronted them. He was dressed in all black. And he just said hi to Priscilla and shot her once in the chest. Then oh. he shot Stan four times. And his body was later found in the kitchen. Um, once he shot Stan, um, a car pulled up, which distracted him. And Priscilla ran off for help. Um, and she ended up identifying the shooter as her husband, her strange husband, Cullen. Yeah, damn. Always yeah. the husband. Yeah, but, but just wait. Wait on it. Wait on it. So the car that drove up um, held uh, Beverly Bass and her boyfriend, Bubba. So he shot Bubba. So Beverly ran and also identified the shooter as Cullen. So there's two people that identify him as the shooter. When the cops arrived, they found Stan dead. And they also found Priscilla's 12-year-old daughter dead. Um, the police found, uh, Cullen at his then girlfriend's house. He was arrested and then he was charged. Uh, Cullen maintained his innocence. Um, the process, once he went to trial, the prosecution pretty much relied on the eyewitnesses. Um, he didn't testify and due to the lack of physical evidence and Priscilla admitted to abusing prescription drugs, she was made to be unreliable. So he was found not guilty. I, on the other hand, think that, think that, um, he, it's because he had so much money. He like inherited like this oil company or whatever. So he was paying people off. Um, so in 1978, he was arrested again due to the, due to allegations that he had hired a hitman, but at that child, he was acquitted. So uh, to this day, he still lives in Fort Worth. Um, the girl that was his girlfriend at the time, they actually got married. She died um, a few years ago. Um, the mansion. That? And then the Priscilla, she died, I believe it said like back in the early 2000s um, from cancer. And then she still to this, to that, to her death was saying that it was him that killed her daughter and Stan. And the house has been a Mexican restaurant at one point in Fort Worth. It's been a wedding venue, but it's set to be demolished. But they said it was two witnesses. What discredited the second witness? I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you. But I think it was mainly because of discrediting Priscilla and that they didn't have the physical evidence was the main thing. So the second witness was just whatever at that point. I feel like I just saw that on the news, like them talking about they're finally going to demolish it, and just like yes, the story about them demolishing came out in July, back in July of last year. Um, so I don't think they've done it yet, but I imagine it's coming up. Wow. They're going to be demolishing it, and apparently everybody knows about this mansion, but I'd never heard of it. So, well, yeah, it's like that one mansion that's like down the street from your house, Ree. It was, it's where they filmed that show with the oil rigs. <laughs> oh, I can't think oh, of the name. It's, um, shoot, I'm gonna think of it. Don't worry about it. Reedy, do we have any uh, bonus material? Your, where did I put it? Oh, yeah. Um, 
I'm going to take you guys back to 2016 for this goofy of this week. Mm. Um, young lady by the name of Carmen, 19 years old. She went and lit, lit her boyfriend's car on fire. Absolutely. However, comma, wasn't her boyfriend's car. She was mistaken. Tragically oh. mistaken. <laughs> It belonged to a man named Thomas. And his roommate looked out the window and was like, yo, <laughs> your car is on fire, bro. And he was like, shit, my car is on fire. What the fuck? So he ended up having like cameras or whatever. And <laughs> if I can find the website again, you'll see the girl like lighting the match, throwing the shit in the trunk <laughs> and it going real big. And she trying to fan it because it almost burnt her fucking face off. Mm-hmm. Um... But he was able to, you know, show the police or whatever. And um, they blessed her with second degree arson charges. And when the police questioned her, she was like, well, she, I thought it was my boyfriend's car. But it wasn't. It was Thomas's car. And now Thomas got to pay a fucking deductible. Poor Thomas. Oh, sis, that's why you got to confirm things before you <laughs> well, set them you on like, fire. He don't even, like, the thing is, does he live in that neighborhood? Did you think he was that he was at a side chick? Like, what was going through your brain? Probably. I found she just saw a white car and was like, I'm going to light it up. <laughs> <laughs> set this bitch on fire. <laughs> uh, I found the name. It's the South Fork Ranch. Oh. It's on the show Dallas and all that. But oh. you can like stay there. No thanks. You can tour it. You can stay there. It's yeah. But it's like it's right up the street. Yeah, I it's that liter- when I drive to work. Mm, it's literally down the street from your house. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'll be pa- I pass it. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Now that's wild. Yeah. That's been another week of murder Moses. I hope y'all enjoyed. Make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Tell your friends to listen to us. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.